properly this time. You could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. I thought by eliminating half of life, the other half would thrive. But you've shown me that's impossible. And as long as there are those that remember what was, there will always be those that are unable to accept what can be. They will resist. Yep, we're all kinds of stubborn. I'm thankful. Because now, I know what I must do. I will shred this universe down to its last atom. And then, with the stones you've collected for me, Create a new one, teeming with life, that knows not what it has lost, but only what it has been given. A grateful universe. Born out of blood. They'll never know it. Because you won't be alive to tell them. All right, and away we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this level of All Up In Your Geek, the best hour of your week. You are welcome. And with me, as always, Money here, live, on tape delay, and always bringing the Google. And this is Flash. I got a rash. Ew. And it's on the crack of my ass. Ew. And this is Lou, a.k.a. Puerto Rican Judo. Coming to you from the All Up In Your Geek studio and proud to report that GME, the GameStop stock, is at $92.41 now. (laughs) Yes. Who lost money? Who lost money? (laughs) Oh, man. I thought that was... Fucked for the last time by GameStop. It, yeah, no, right? exactly. No, it is not the last time, friend. I assure you, there's got a couple of more fucks left. <laughs> We're gonna find out that they're the ones that started COVID. <laughs> oh man! And with that, let's geek up. All right, yeah. we got some emails. As always. Here's the mail, it never fails, it makes me wanna wag my tail When it comes, I wanna will As for actors and actresses switching roles, it makes no sense at all. As you gentlemen so astutely pointed out, there isn't much information available on the new Willy Wonka prequel yet, so let's not jump to any conclusions. But if they go through with a gender switch, without a logical explanation... I will boycott the film entirely. There is so much stuff for me to watch these days that I don't need to bother with a nonsensory reimagining of a movie that, while great, has been dead and buried for years. The best thing to come out of that discussion was Flash's idea of redoing crap movies instead. Give value to something that lacks it instead of taking value away from something that already has an abundance of it. 
I can't say I'm too pleased with the movie industry these days. I'm all for the elimination of movie theaters, although I will miss them, but there just isn't any creativity anymore. Everything is a regurgitation of past creative output. I think it's a generational thing, but maybe that's another story for another day. Money, you'll like this. The world is crumbling. In my opinion, this generation of young adults are too soft to take the reins without there being a significant drop-off from the previous generation, and that's what we are seeing with geeky stuff taking a step back. Sorry for the tangent, but it needs to be said. Face down, geek up, that's the way I like to. Signed, Buck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's Buck creative. Up. I like that. Yeah. Yes, I like what he did there, too. And I, I like the fact that he put some creativity into his email that's complaining about there not being any creativity anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. No, I, I think he's right on the money. I, I don't I, I did some thinking even after uh, the conversation that we had last week. And I just I, I don't see it, you know, and even listening back to the conversation, like the, the fact that there are so many movies that are redone in a different cloth with different actors different genders different plots different whatever it just i i just i'm I'm not a fan i think bob had the best point instead of remaking good movies get shitty movies and make them good i think that's <laughs> i think that's right. probably the best point that came out of that conversation yeah definitely well you know I, I, part of me thinks that maybe when he he said it was a generational thing but part of me thinks that maybe the same type of stuff was going on when we were kids, but we just weren't as aware of it because we hadn't been, excuse me, exposed to the first iterations of it. You know what I mean? So if something was a remake in 1987 or 1988 or 1989, that was the first time we'd ever seen it. Right. You know, so it may have been a remake of something that was made in the 60s or the 70s, but since we weren't alive during that time, we wouldn't know. Yeah. And no, and you're right. As why are we going to fuck up Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory when that was a you know excellent movie done excellent what we need to do is take a movie like Double Dragon which was hot <laughs> garbage and make a good Double Dragon movie so, so Bob what you're saying is is take House Party <laughs> right yes yeah, so you take House Party 4 and make it more like House Party 1 yes agreed <laughs> Well, I want to thank you for your thoughts, Buck. They were original, creative, and appreciated. Agreed. Yes. And love your catchy yes. slogan, by the way. Yes, yes. What an awesome, I don't even know what to call it, theme? Yeah, that, there, there's nothing else. Yeah, salutation. We will not go one more second without my mountain being conquered. Uh... Well, you will go another second <laughs> because oh, look at that. I have a, another email. It's right oh. here. It says, it says, dear flash. How did your recent GameStop order go? Uh, signed, not flash. Well, not flash. Thank you for bringing it up. Uh, <laughs> it's something I actually wanted to talk about. Uh, apparently GameStop's website had a, a deal, like a flash <clears throat> sale deal, had a ton of games and they're all like 50% off. Right. And the shit was fucking cheap, man. They had like games for 89 cents. It was like half off. They were like 50 cent games. Wow. All right. Yeah. And it was ridiculous. I mean, 
there, there was a couple of like good ones, and then you know some that are like you know not uh, cheap games, cheap games. But I'm like for forty nine fucking cents, you know I'll take it. Pay now, right? I'm like fucking. You know even even if I take the disc and throw it against my wall, I feel like it's worth forty nine cents to do that. So I bought a bunch of games, you know, like ten ten or so games. The the one that was most notable is they had the Outer Worlds. Um, for PS4 for like $8. Wow. You know, it's brand new. And I'm like, shit, because like, that's something I was looking at that I kind of wanted, and I was waiting for it to get cheap, and it got around the $20 mark, and I'm like, okay. But then I, I held out, and they had it for $8.99. So I'm like, shit. So I bought a bunch of games. You know, I'm like, cool. This is great. Everything was cheap. They're all half off. So I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. The box arrives today. <laughs> Gentlemen, no I box. have to tell you, I have to tell you, his box looked like it had gotten run over by uh, a tractor trailer, okay? <laughs> I had never received a package. That was like, do you guys remember the scene in um, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, in the very beginning of the movie, where Jim Carrey is dressed up like the UPS guy and he's delivering the package <laughs> and he's like smashing it, kicking it down the curb and there's this broken glass. Hands up! Good defense! Good defense! And everything. Yes. So, oh, this is like the box that I received. HDS, sir, and how are you this afternoon? Alrighty then. I have a package for you. Alright. It was completely... Just, and I'm like, oh, this is not a good sign. So I opened it up. Bro, there was just discs, just discs everywhere. <laughs> and every single case, every last one, there was, they, they weren't, they weren't only broken. Bro, they were freaking, like, just shattered. There were shards. There were shards <laughs> of cases. Right? <laughs> It was it was the worst. Like, look, bro, I have sold over like eight hundred things on eBay. All right, if I ever sent anyone what they sent me, I, I would just cancel my account. Bro, it is the worst shit I'd ever fucking seen in my life. And and I'm like, all right. And some of these games were used games, and they were in the 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 phony baloney cases that they make. I'm like, all right, but still, I mean, it's not even like the case was cracked. The case of pieces, tiny little pieces this was in. And the worst of all, the one game that I actually cared about, the Outer the outer Worlds, the one that was brand new, completely, it was in half. It was two halves. It wasn't even a whole case. It was two separate, two separate entities. It was its own content. Outer Worlds, Outer Broken Case World is what I received. And this was brand new in the shrunk wrap. So, are you, are you trying to tell me that that box was finally and authentically packed by our good buddy Ulf? Yes, <laughs> yes. I mean, it looked like Ulf sat on it. And if you got, you guys don't know who Ulf was. It was like a seven foot, three hundred pound guy. And well, well, wait. Just just imagine what you'd think a guy named Ulf would look like, and you'd be just what it looks like, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you so leave, you leave off alone. He was the fucking man. <laughs> he was a Viking, dude. Exactly. <laughs> so I immediately called the customer service number, 
And they're like, oh, was there a problem with your order? No, not at all. This is perfect. I just called to com compliment you on the stellar packing and delivery of my games. Uh, that's what I, is what I didn't say. I said, yo, this shit is broken. Uh, but uh, to, to the customer service agent credit, they were just like, oh, no worries. We're sending you out replacements. So oh. I, I guess... They didn't even say, like, hey, send the other ones back or anything. So I guess I'm just getting the, the same order for free, um, which is the point of which is I find it really hard to believe that with customer service like this and with, you know, like the, the fact that they're just going to send me a whole order for free. How is this company going out of business, guys? I mean, I this is such a fantastic business model. Um, you know, especially when I order stuff from Amazon and it, it literally comes the next day. Perfect, mint condition, no issues ever. But um, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if if any company could get their stock up to three hundred and fifty dollars, and in a week's time or less, get it dropped to under a hundred, it's GameStop. Yes. <laughs> yes. Bro, it is ridiculous. I, I mean, I wish our listeners could could actually see what this order was. I'm telling you, it's like the worst. I've ordered games. I've ordered games from Amazon. I've ordered games from eBay. You know, I've ordered from just random people. I've never received an okay. order like what I had received. Well, you know what? Take pictures of it, and I will post them. All yeah. right. I, I will do that. Send it to <laughs> I will me. Do that. I just say that I'm not surprised. Yeah. Not the least. Right. I, of course. In fact, I would be surprised if you got what you ordered. Yeah. I'm not surprised either. If I'm being honest, I mean, I've ordered stuff online from GameStop and I've not had that issue, but I'm not surprised that there's that issue. And I'm even less surprised that they're like, oh, don't worry about it. We'll send you another one. So now you're going to have duplicates of the same right. games? I mean, I, yeah, I guess. I'll, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'll sell the other ones. You know, maybe I could get my order for free when by the time it's done. Who knows? But just don't take it to a, don't take it to a GameStop and trade it in. You'll get back, you know, 50 cents. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'll owe them money. What you don't understand is it's supposed to be like the Triforce. They're supposed they're trying to give you the authentic video game feeling where you have to piece your game together. Exactly. Were, were any of the discs intact or were the discs discs also broken? No, the, the the discs were intact. You know, I mean some of them have scratches, but they they were kind of used games and like I think more common game you know, there's some battlefield games, you know, whatever. And you know, I figured that that could have just been the way they were. So thankfully none of the actual games were broken, but it was just it was it was just a sight, uh, mm -hmm. a sight to behold. And I was just like, wow. And, and like I said, the only game uh, that I cared about and I also oh I also got like the last guardian for ps4 as well I mean it wasn't brand new but it was used but you know that was one you know and it had the case and everything and, and you know those like some those I'm actually gonna put on my shelf mm -hmm. and especially the one that was new the outer worlds you know that was the that was what kind of made the deal for me was like hey it's eight bucks brand new sealed I was like wow that's a good deal and it's just hot no. garbage they were like, no, so, they were like, it's new, but not by the time you get it. <laughs> right. It's really broken. So, yeah. So, uh, a thank you, Not Flash, for that email. Uh, so now, <laughs> gentlemen, that Not Flash email was brought to you by the new novel by R.S. Danker, To Conquer a Mountain, the exciting tale of one man's road to redemption, available on Amazon.com. And I assure you, if you order it and it is sent to you, 
it will not come the way my games came from GameStop. <laughs> Boom. Yes. So, discussing purchases, I recently purchased the PlayStation 4 slash PlayStation 5 Pulse 3D headset. Nice. And it was $99.99. And I have to say, for the price point, I'm quite pleased. Well, that's good. Quality-wise, it's good. It really does add another layer to gaming that I've never really given thought to. Because I've always played games, the, I guess, the way we grew up playing games on the television. Right. You know? I, I don't really have a surround sound system, although my TV boasts surround sound capabilities without having the system, which is really just bullshit. But... That's not what I'm discussing here. So I went out, I bought the headset, and it's super crisp. I mean, the quality is great for $100. Mm -hmm. You're not really going to get that quality for that price point. The sound is great. The output is great also. It's got built-in mics. You're hearing them now. There's mm -hmm. two, one right by one of the earpieces, and the other one is supposedly up top on, like, the headband. It's got a dual headband, so it's got... You know, like the, the upper white plastic headband. I'll get to the color in a second. And then underneath that, there's like a, a black rubber one that, that will sit up atop your head, however you're comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, I guess, to be fair, a few criticisms that your pieces could be a little bit more comfortable. They could be a, be a little bit more formed to your head. Okay. Um, I want to say there's a gap, but it almost doesn't feel like you're closed off to the world until the music starts or until the sound comes in then you really do feel as if you're inside the game, if you will. But I imagine you would get that same feeling from just about any headset these days. Right. The other criticism I have, and there's just no fucking excuse for this, but this is how they got the price point down, is the lack of technology. I mean, you need a USB dongle, a la 2012. Well, um, what was that word again? USB dongle, like what sits in between my legs and my pants. <laughs> that fucking word dongle always cracked me up. <laughs> yeah. But it's honestly, it's just inexcusable for a 2021 technology, especially when you're talking about next generation console stuff. Sure. I, yeah. yeah, I do, however, understand it because they were really trying to keep the price point down. And the best way to do that is to use an older technology. Mm -hmm. So because I don't, it doesn't really matter to me in the grand scheme of things. My PlayStation is sort of within an entertainment center, so you don't really see it anyway. But I will say that once I, you know, took it out of the box and I was like, how is this thing old school USB, you know, mm. where it's not just completely Bluetooth capable as every other piece of technology hardware is these days. Right. You know, I'm connected now via the old school 3.5 millimeter jack to my phone mm -hmm. which again isn't a big deal because it, it's not changing my experience at all but i don't know in 2021 i guess i kind of expect more sure yeah well with when you use them um to game are you also connecting it with the jack through the controller no no you're using you you're using the dongle right so so this is kind of cool you can connect it through the jack if you're out of power mm -hmm. and then it will use the power from your controller, which would obviously drain your controller faster. Right. But you're supposed to get a 10 hours of gameplay before they die. I have no idea frame of reference wise, how that compares to other. I would tend to think it's in the ballpark of other 
other headsets. Mm -hmm. But I think what we're seeing here is, you know, I did a bit of reading on it and they were really adamant about the fact that they were trying to keep the price point down because a lot of their other hardware, i.e. the system, was so cost heavy. Right. So I don't know which one I prefer. It's like, would I rather have spent $200 and gotten, you know, brand new technology that, you know, could connect Bluetooth wirelessly and then make me feel like I'm in the, you know, the here and now. But like, it doesn't really matter because like I said, I can't see my PlayStation anyway when I'm playing it. So whether or not this USB dongle is plugged in really doesn't matter. And, but I guess you could do this with, with Bluetooth capabilities anyway. You can also use it for your computer. You can use it for your phone. But again, with your phone, you're connecting it through the 3.5 millimeter head jack. Right. You're using your phone's battery, you know. But again, I'm not so sure if that's a plus or a minus. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think for the price point, for $99.99, I think they're great. Mm -hmm. And mostly because of the quality. The quality, in my opinion... <clears throat> I feel like they're high quality. They're much higher quality than some of the other headsets I have, which are admittedly dated. Right. But I would probably be bitching had it been one ninety nine ninety nine, and they were, you know, completely two thousand and twenty one technology ready. All right. Well, that's good. You know, I I gotta say, I recently also bought a pair of uh, Turtle Beach uh, Stealth seven hundred headsets. Okay. Or the, the it's the um, same type of headphones that that cover your ear and it's got the uh, retractable microphone, and <clears throat> I was due for another pair of headset anyway, because uh, I have the Microsoft brand headsets, which are these right here, um, okay. and they were like sixty bucks, but you can tell they're sixty bucks, and you know when I would use them, mostly uh, playing with uh, the High Heel Gamer and Split Lager, like I would get a lot of feedback from it and there'd be an echo. Um, and it, it just, it's not fun. It's, it's not fun to mm -hmm. hear yourself talk when you're playing with other people. <laughs> so I decided probably the last week of December or the first week of January. I don't, I don't remember when it was. I started just pricing it out and I found these and they were 150 bucks. Um, and I also had like a $25 reward, whatever from, you know, from Best Buy. So I, I paid 125 and I, I love them. They're great. They're completely wireless. So I don't have the, the, the dongle. They just connect straight to my Xbox. And I'm sure if I use them for my PlayStation, it would do the same because they're Bluetooth. But the, I, I'm, I, yeah. I want to make a point there. Yes. So I didn't mention this when I was talking about Sony. The reason they wanted this dongle is to exclude third-party headsets like the ones you're talking about. They oh. didn't want to be able to just use any headset you know that you might that that might be the case with these also because i have a um i have a pair of beats earbuds that are bluetooth and i could not get them to connect to my ps4 properly they could it shows that it's paired but it would never connect so, so that, that's the point there yeah is that has merit software. i yeah, got there it is software that you could download to do it mm -hmm. but it's you know you're you're, you're jimmy rigging <clears throat> it to recognize your headset <laughs> right um, but I, I feel the same way with the, um, with the quality there. It's great. It's awesome. Cause I mostly game at night to be able mm -hmm. to turn the volume down on the TV and have the sound in my ear and not have to worry about the sound traveling anywhere. Right. You know, the only sound that travels is me screaming when I get shot or I die or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I did a little bit of 
research before I bought them because I didn't want to just drop a hundred bucks and flush yeah, it down the toilet. Right. I did the same thing. And you know, it, it sounds to me like there's going to be give and take, you know? So, mm-hmm. so the Pulse 3D headset, there's no physical mic. They know that you're putting in front of your face. You have the, the wireless mics that are built in, which is amazing. Right. But some people were saying that the second mic is as much a blessing as it is a curse because while it really captures the 360 degree sound of someone speaking while having them on, it is also so sensitive that it can be picking up other sounds in your house or in your play area, whether you have a pet in the background who's making noise, maybe the heat's coming up, whenever the the case may be. Mm-hmm. Now, Sony claims that these Pulse 3D headphones have use PlayStation 5 exclusive Tempest technology that can only be received during gameplay mm-hmm. through Sony's own headset. Mm-hmm. However, there have been people online claiming that they were getting the same sound quality, audio quality from two pairs of headsets. So they had the Pulse 3D headset and then they would take it off and trade it off with another one, maybe the one you have. And they said that the, there was no such thing as, you know, this Tempest technology that Sony was claiming to be present really wasn't either. It wasn't present or it wasn't exclusive to the Sony brand. Or maybe it just didn't make that much difference. Yeah, and, and that's kind of what I thought. I thought maybe with the launch titles that are available, maybe they didn't take full use, full advantage of, of using the capabilities. I did, however, for the first time since I got my system, put Spider-Man in because good supposedly... What's up? I said, good for you. Yeah, and I didn't really play it that much. However, supposedly... I'm not surprised. Well, this, <laughs> I was really interested in the audio quality because they said that this was one of the titles that was using this Tempest technology. Right. And I have to say, when you're in and about the city, just moving around, if you close your eyes, you really feel like you're in New York City. I mean, minus the fact that you're not smelling dried urine everywhere. <laughs> but you do. You, you you hear the background sounds, and it does sound like traffic is moving from one ear to the other. It, it really is incredible. And I will go as far as saying it was unlike any audio experience I've ever had playing a video game. However... I'm not so sure that that is because of the Tempest Tempest technology as it was because now I'm using headphones and I never was. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, a cool story is my kids play Fall Guys. And, you know, they get frustrated. If you've ever played the game, you understand. You you said they – I'm sorry. You said they play Fall Guys? Yes. Okay. So it is a wild, crazy, all-over-the-map type game. The first – time my son played with the headset instead of the tv sound he got as far as he's ever gotten he placed second and he lost by a hair wow if you've ever played the final round with the crown dropping i think it's called fall mountain yes Mm -hmm. he i thought he won initially and when you grab it there's sort of like a quick freeze frame and it was like oh you didn't win but he is so much better at the game when he's wearing the headset because he's able to effectively focus on what he's doing. Yep. He feels like he's in his own space rather than his brothers talking and him moving and like it, it just it puts him in another world. And it wasn't just luck because now he plays and he's he routinely at least makes it to the final round or the round before the final round. Mm-hmm. Whereas before the headset came along, 
it was a 50-50 chance of whether or not he'd even make it out of the first round. Right. No, I definitely think having the headphones on makes a huge difference because um, it's isolating the sound just into your ears. When you're playing off the TV, you put the TV loud and you can hear it, but you can also hear everything else going on around you. It, like, for example, I'm in the basement, so if I'm putting clothes to wash, I'm trying to listen for the machine so that I know to pause the game, get up, and switch to the dryer so the clothes don't sit in the fucking machine for so long. But with the headphones on, I'm completely focused into the game, into the story, into what I'm doing, and I don't have those other, I guess, for, I'm not saying that laundry is a distraction. I got to do my laundry, but I don't have those other distractions in the background. Yeah. Laundry is a distraction, by the way. All right, good. I'm glad I'm not the well, only one. <laughs> well, question for you, D-Money. With the headphones, are they, in fact, Google resistant? <laughs> well, wait a second. Let's not get carried away here. <laughs> Nothing on this fine, fine shit planet that we inhabit is resistant to the money. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no, but, but what I will say is I will put these things over. They are money approved. But I'm not so sure that I wouldn't feel that way about any current technology headphones, headset. Right. You know, I just think if you've never played video games using a headset, it's a completely different experience, mm -hmm. and you should get a shot because it's new. You know, it's, it's almost like seeing a movie in 3D, which sucks, by the way, except <laughs> it's good, and you really do feel immersed in what's going on. It's like, holy shit, I'm part of the dungeon. You know, the, the sounds that you're hearing, especially if it's using current technology, or current audio technology where you're hearing sounds come in the right ear and go out the left ear or, yep. or, or you know, playing Spider-Man. It was like, holy shit. I almost don't even give a fuck about playing the game. And I don't, I don't give a fuck about that game. Yeah. But if you've never experienced that, if you're somebody like me who has really just never even thought about it, cause it's like, why would I put a fucking bar on my head to play video games? You know, right. It's a totally different experience. It really does change video games. Well, I, I don't know what happened to salty money from a year ago, but this is a this is a whole different money buying PlayStation fives and headsets and enjoying video games. I don't know. I don't know if I like this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is this is crazy. This is bizarre world. <laughs> <laughs> well, be that as it may, my opinion stands as two thumbs up to the Pulse 3D headset, the Sony Pulse 3D headset as well as two thumbs up to gaming with a headset. And I'm not talking about one of those cheap little, you know, uh, tech support headsets that wrap around your head with the mic. <laughs> are, are, you, are you trying to say that the, that, the, that the PS4 headset that came with the system is not a quality headset? That didn't even wrap around your head. That was just a fucking one earpiece. <laughs> What's the problem? <laughs> No, I, no, I've had those. I've had the customer service ones. I was using just the earbuds that came with one of my phones um, to do that. And, I mean, it's okay, but the experience of having a full surround sound headset cover your ear and block out all other noise, it's a completely different experience. Yeah, and you know what, Lou? That's a great point. For those of us who can't afford, don't have the resources to go out and either, A, deck our living room out with surround sound right or 
don't have the space to do it, don't have the time to do it, don't have the money to do it, for a hundred bucks, the Pulse 3D headset is your jam. Right. Get that shit, and it's almost it's like a surround sound theater on your head. Boom. Yep, I agree a hundred percent. And that is all I got. All right. Well, did you find gentlemen? Watch episode four of WandaVision. Oh, oh, I did, sir. I did. I will just say yes and then let Bob go. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Bob. Start us off because I, I actually thought that I did a complete reversal of what my opinion was when we discussed last week. Yes, as as did I. I... I almost was uh, taken aback because I'm like, wait a minute. Like, is this a completely different show? And (laughs) (laughs) because and I thought it was just hilarious because I felt like, okay, now we're episode four. And it's like, oh, oh, this is the show. The show actually started. And I mean, right. And and basically, I'm like, you know, and, and, and part of me in the back of my mind knew that we would. You know, we really couldn't continue the way the first three episodes continued all the way through. I mean, because shit, I, I, I don't know. That was going to be tough, you know. Yeah. So I knew we were going to get to this point. But when this point finally came, I was like, OK, great. I'm like, finally, we're here. Finally, the show has started. Now we're into something interesting. Now we're into something cool. Now I can really start to enjoy what I'm seeing um, because it's this is the actual the actual show. And, and yeah, I mean, I was, I was very, I mean, it, part of me is like, I, you know, also scratching my head because I don't know why we wasted the first three episodes to get to this point where I feel like we could have perhaps gotten the gist in, 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 uh, one episode <clears throat> or one extended episode, you know, so we didn't have to waste three episodes because there's not that many right. episodes. Yeah. You, you know, know I, I here, think, I think that those first two episodes could have been one episode of full character development because I think that's what they ended up doing anyway. And then the right. third episode was kind of the bridge because they introduced uh, this one character that nobody really kind of knew and then she ended up getting cast out and that pushed us into what the show is. And I thought, yes. I, I thought the way that that happened was really cool, but I only appreciated it after seeing this episode. Right, me too. You gentlemen, I'm sorry, Sorry, you gentlemen mentioned last segment about what bizarro world are we living in? Mm -hmm. What bizarro world are we living in where after three episodes of a Marvel show, you guys are like, what the fuck is this shit? And I'm like, hey, give it a chance. Maybe they're just building to the crescendo. (laughs) But, you know, I, I will say I enjoyed it. I did. However, I am a little bit concerned that it got uh, maybe slightly too superhero heavy in the last episode for somebody like like me and my tastes. I was not necessarily turned off by the first two episodes. I thought it was a, a refreshing take on mm-hmm. television in the sense that, you know, we grew up with that type of television show being played late night on rerun as the throwback to before we were kids. So... Right. Uh, the honeymooners. I love Lucy. 
whatever the case was. And the third episode, while definitely better, it still hadn't really delved too much into their superhero roots. Whereas I started to see that in episode four, and I honestly did start to think the fact that I'm not into superheroes and I don't really know much about Marvel, is that going to start to hurt me going forward? For example, when Wanda, I think it was Wanda, when she shot, I don't even remember who it was, she shot somebody through the wall mm-hmm. outside of the town. Yes. Is that power of one of the current X-Men or, or, or Marvel characters where you guys are like, oh shit, that must be so-and-so. Is it Storm? or I don't know. I don't know who does what. No, she is, Wanda is essentially her own superhero. She is, her her superhero name is Scarlet Witch. So she has, and correct me if I'm wrong, Bob, the majority of her powers are dealing and handling and manipulating kinetic energy. Right, yeah, I believe so, yeah. So that is how she was able to push um, the agent through that wall. I forget her name in the show right now, it's escaping me. But, and then she was able to... I'm sorry? Was it Geraldine? Geraldine, yes. And then able to rebuild the wall. Okay, and what about Vision? Who is he? He was, well, he's kind of like a non-binary, yeah, non-binary organism that was only being kept alive by the yellow stone in his head. That was one of the infinity stones, and that was the mind stone, and... um, But he's not the earlier version of a a well-known character... No, he's like, his own. He's okay. his own, I guess, hero also. I see. Okay, yeah. so so I wasn't sure, and I'm I'm just going to use this as an example. I didn't think he was Wolverine, but in my head, I'm like, is this sort of like <laughs> one of the characters that is more well known today in Marvel before they became that character? And I just don't know. I got you. No, Vision. Yeah, no. Vision has been known. Like I've always known about Vision, but I didn't. I don't know much about him. The little bit of research that I did once he was introduced into the Marvel Universe is all I know. Um, okay. And then the the I like after the third episode, I did a little bit more research when they had the kids because I didn't even know they had kids, so I had to look into that also. But I I don't I don't know much about either one of two of these. My I have very basic knowledge. Okay. Now another question I wanted to ask you, gentlemen. Supposedly. Marvel released a mid-season trailer mm-hmm. for the rest of the season to come. Mm-hmm. And I read, I didn't read about the trailer, but I read that it almost played as sort of a spoiler for the rest of the season in giving away some information. So I specifically chose not to watch it mm-hmm. based on that information. Right. Ever did either one of you see that trailer and was it true that it spoiled something? I did not. Um, I didn't either. I did not. Watch, I didn't even know there was one. No. Yeah, I, I wasn't aware. But but now that I hear that there's spoilers, I'm not going to watch it. I, I don't know. That's just that's what the article heading was. Was Marvel releases mid season trailer for Wandavision and has it been spoiled? With a question mark. Oh, that's so. probably, it's probably just a clickbait thing. There's probably no actual spoilers, or maybe they're just things that can lead people to draw a conclusion, and that's what they're alluding to. Um, but <clears throat> excuse me, but no, I, I haven't seen it, but yeah, I think I'm, I'm on the same page with Bob. Like I wouldn't want to see it if there was anything in there that's going to spoil what's going to happen because after this episode now, I feel like we're at a point where I'm intrigued. They caught my curiosity. 
Uh-huh. You know, and I don't. I know that. I know that. Um, I don't know if. I, actually, I should say I don't know. Money. Have you ever seen the Thor movie? No. No, Bob. You've but, seen. I'm, I have an interesting factoid for you, though. Yeah. This is a true story. Mm-hmm. Before settling on my name, my parents seriously contemplated naming me Thor. Wow. <laughs> Thor. <laughs> we would. We would have to call you Thor Money. T money. T money. Hey Bob, you saw Thor, the the first Thor movie, right? Correct. So this chick that they brought in that was that figured out the whole thing with the TV and the broadcast and everything, was she she looked very much like one of the scientists that was in the Thor movie. Yeah, no, that is. It's the that, same That's character. her, right? Yeah, it's her. It's and it's the same actress too, Kat Dennings. Yes. Um Yes, and okay. she was in. Actually, she was in the first Thor and the second Thor. Right. Um. Yeah. No. It's the. Yeah. I thought that was cool. The cool I, callback. Yeah. It was the same. Same uh, character and the same actress playing that character. You, Wasn't the, that the girl that mm-hmm. played in that weird sitcom about like two two girls in a diner? Yeah. Two girls. She was in. Yeah. Yes. Two, What's it called? Two broke girls. Right. Uh, She's broken more way than one. Be <laughs> 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 nice. She's trying. <laughs> Um, I, yeah, I thought that was really cool. The other thing that I thought was cool is that they used Agent Wu. Um, yes. And I didn't pick up on it. Agent Wu. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> I didn't pick up on it until I had seen something about it. Um, after the fact that when he met this, when he met Geraldine for the first time before she got sucked in. And he said, hi, I'm Agent Wu. And he did this whole, like, magic card thing. That yeah, was no. something that was done to him by Ant-Man in the second movie, the Ant-Man and the Wasp. I, yes. I didn't, yes. I, it totally slipped my mind. And then I saw yeah, this I and I was like, wow, that is so subtle. And, and this is the genius of what Marvel does with these movies for me. So no, am I missing and I didn't get that the first time either. You know, like I was like, oh, you know, I've seen this guy before. And I'm like, I think, yeah, I think it was that man. But the, yeah, the whole magic trick thing. And actually, I read that the, yeah, that actor actually trained with a magician to be able to actually do that trick. Wow. Like, which, yeah, I thought was pretty cool. That's, what, what did you ask, Money? I was asking, because I'm not into the Marvel Universe, and am I missing out? Am I missing out on all these little Easter eggs and tricks of the trade. And because like you're talking about, I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. I watched the episode, but I don't even remember. I, I think that in context of this show and what it represents right now, if you have not seen any of the first four phases that they've done, you are missing out. And it, it might not be my much because you're still appreciating the show in a different way, which is great. But there are a lot of callbacks and a lot of little things that have happened that you may see that that have been seen in at least these four episodes, and you may see in the remaining episodes that you may not get. And even after we explain it, you'll understand what we're saying, but you still won't get it. Yeah, you yeah. Know, the only thing I, 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 I agree with Lou. Yeah, the only thing I remember about superheroes is that many, many, many moons ago, Lou. We went to see some superhero movie in the theaters. That was and, that was X-Men 2. <laughs> yeah, I think I it. But I do remember at some point I made some sort of a joke about kids and candy getting into a van and 
Do you recall this? I do recall this. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I remember well, we were well, we were working we were working at GameStop, and we went after shift. Ah, see, so yeah, I, 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 say it again. That? What movie was it? Indeed, X Men Two. Yeah, it was X Men Two or X Two. Oh. Well, that was actually a pretty good one. It was, and it was completely wasted on money. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but that's, that's, that's my second coolest story of, of something we did after work. One day, me and B and Dorf went to an XFL game. Wow. After hours. Yeah. That's interesting. Or maybe yeah. not. Yeah. yeah. And 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 it was such a huge success that the XFL is still around to this very day. <laughs> hey, hey. I will have you know that The Rock has purchased what's left of, of the XFL 2.0 from the McMahon, and they are restarting the league again in 2000. I believe this year, 2021. Maybe it was 2022. But the XFL will not die, my friend. Well, that, well do what? they offer stock? Well, can I buy stock in the XFL? Because I have a, I got a feeling about that one. Well, I will tell you this. The Rock is the closest... Thing we have to a real life King Midas. Everything that dude touches is turns gold. to fucking gold. Absolutely. So if, they, if they were selling stock, I would buy it. Except for Skyscraper the movie. <laughs> and and the Scorpion Earth, King. <laughs> the video game that was supposed to be a movie oh, that, that was... wound up just being a game. Yeah, that was terrible. Starring The Rock. He was busy diddling little girls and whatever the name of that Disney movie was that he was in. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. That's funny. All right, let, let, let's reel it back in here. I got, yes. I got a question for money. Yeah. What is it about this episode that was too superhero for you? Well, yeah, I think that's like, my question as well. Well, I, I think, like I said, I, I started to find a groove. Whether it was good or not is a different argument for a different day. Mm -hmm. But I started to, to sort of fall into a groove with the first three episodes where I was like, all right, you know what? I'm not sure how much I love this, but I'm intrigued to keep watching. Mm -hmm. And I think as soon as the superhero abilities came out, correct me if I'm wrong, but at the end of episode three is when you find out that there's some sort of a, a connection between Geraldine and the, and the babies. Is that, that was episode three, right? That yeah, it was at the end. Well, it wasn't really a connection between her and the babies. It was, it was her recalling what has what happened in Phase Four movies, and it was the first time in the series that anybody has referenced anything that happened to Wanda in those movies. Okay. So at the end of, I don't know if you want to call it a cliffhanger or not, but the, the sort of cliffhanger at the end of episode three mm -hmm. worked. It, it, it did. It struck a chord with me. And I was like, huh, you know what? I'm kind of looking forward to episode four. And then I watched episode four and I will not say at any point during episode four was I like, wow, this is shit. No point. In fact, I forget the name of the town, but we've all been born and raised. I wasn't born in New Jersey and I don't think you were either, Lou. I, but, no, I wasn't. Right. And we were both, I, I believe we were both born in, in New York, mm -hmm. but I'm going to say we were both born and raised, all three of us born and raised New Jersey. Cause we've basically been here all our lives and I had never heard of that fucking town. It so, doesn't exist. There is no Westview, New Jersey. Okay. Yeah. And then the fucking cops are like, Oh, we're from Eastview. There's no fucking Eastview either. <laughs> <laughs> I figured as much, 
However, once you go down South Jersey, that's a weird fucking place. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if you said, hey, yeah, that's down there by Marlboro and, you know, all that shit way down south. Anyway, at no point during episode four was I was was I like, ew, what is this shit? But I will start to say once the superhero powers started get getting whipped out, I find them I almost find it as sort of a crutch, you know, where it's like now they can basically say anything. It, it, Logic doesn't even need to come into play because it's like, well, I have super abilities and I change the past and I can mm -hmm. change the future and I can put you through walls and I can rebuild them and I can make fake town. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like it, I'll make another fake town. And if you can't find me there, I'll just pull an ace out of my ass. And, you know, so I, I feel like it's almost just it's it's a, a replacement for continuity or logic mm -hmm. where it's like, OK, somebody killed this character. Now we have to logically figure out how that would have happened, what's next, where that person was, the evidence that's there. And with superheroes, none of that has to take place because it can just be like, well, I did it with my mind from a different location and you weren't there and you didn't know because I was eating a turkey leg and you didn't think I was able to commit murder while I was eating dinner, but I did because I'm a superhero. Mm -hmm. And it's like, ah, yeah, you know what? I I'm out. But all she did was throw someone through the wall. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand where all of this came from. <laughs> right but she throws them through the wall then she rebuilds the wall then they start talking about well we don't know if what we're seeing is is authentic and it could be a replay of the past or something from the future that's being broadcast to the past and now we're crossing realms and the upside down and how stranger things ties into this well we but, don't know but, five but you were but you were okay with her you you know using her bewitched magic powers in the other in the first couple episodes so what's what's the difference no i it's not that i was okay with it I just, I was intrigued to see where they went with it. But now seeing that there's going to be no logical explanation for it because she's just a superhero, so she can do whatever the fuck she wants to but, do. But what logical inf explanation would you have accepted for her to use friggin' magic genie powers in her sitcom life? Honestly, the first thing that popped into my head when, when I saw it taking place was that this is just sort of like an Easter egg of I Dream of Genie. I didn't think it was going to, the entire show was going to revolve around that. I didn't think they'd give away the entire plot line to the entire season in the first three minutes of episode one. Well, I see that, that I think falls into, you know, the fact that you're not familiar with these characters. Um, because, you know, being that, you know, we've seen all the other Marvel movies and we kind of know, you know, Wanda and Scarlet Witch, we kind of understand that she sort of had those powers going in so it doesn't i think strike me and lou like whoa what the fuck's going on because like we're kind of expecting her to bust out these powers at some point right but you see i'll use dark as an example the series dark mm -hmm. where when it starts up and we did talk about how it's a notoriously slow start but it throws you into season what was it season one right and they make you think right off the bat that this is about a suicide and you think you know what you're watching. And it isn't until about episode four or episode five where you realize that the whole time you were trying to figure out how the suicide was going to play into the plot line was just the dark creators fucking your mind from behind over and over and over and over. Right. Misdirecting. Whereas <laughs> it might be the case here too. We don't know because we haven't seen the rest of the series yet or the season yet. But I just... I just feel like here they throw out 
boom, she's got magical powers. And it's like, okay, cool, whatever. She's got magical powers, that's fine. You know, what's uh, Eleven from Stranger Things has magical powers too, and, and that series works just fine. But, it's, but it, she she doesn't have <laughs> she doesn't have magical powers, Derek. There's there's a difference between having magical powers and have and being a fucking superhero. There's a difference. Well, but wait, I'm okay with. I actually think it's a really great plot line when we're talking about the city that isn't there, and they flew this mm-hmm. this little drone in, and that's the drone that she had found the episode before, right. or two episodes ago, right. with her bushes. I think all that shit's really cool, and I, I, I really enjoyed that plot line. Mm-hmm. But I'd hate for the explanation to just be at the end of the show, well, she can do whatever she wants. She's a superhero. See, but that's the thing. The explanation, to in, for me, the explanation is not going to be that she's a superhero and that she can do whatever she wants to do. I think where this is going to ultimately lead is that this is being manifested by someone else to contain her. Yes. And as a matter as a matter of fact, and this this will this might resonate with Bob a little bit more because he's seen the movies. In that same scene that uh, Money was just talking about, where she found the helicopter uh, in the bush, it was the only color thing that was in the black and white series at that point. I think it was episode two, right? Yeah. When they're co- when when Wanda and Vision are coming out of the house right before they see that, when you look over uh, one of their shoulders, the address on the house was twenty ninety eight, and that resonated with me because one of the most notorious things that well, let me not say notorious, but one thing that really had touched people with the last movie of Phase Four was. The death of Iron Man and his relationship with his daughter and him saying, I love you 3,000. Well, this is two less than 3,000, which means that this is taking place at whatever 298 is. So there's really only two movies, which means, in my opinion, that last movie hasn't occurred yet. So this could be happening during a time where these two characters are stuck in a parallel universe because the main villain in those movies, Thanos has obliterated half the population. So, and, and that was just something that I picked up on. And then it just solidified it for me after this episode that that could be the time frame. I don't think the second snap has happened yet at this point. I don't okay. know mm-hmm. now if this is completely after that. And I know they announced the timeline. I didn't see what the timeline was. Um, I could be completely wrong. But I think this is ultimately a mind control thing or this is some other type of manifestation to keep her where she is so that other things could happen. You know, and and like I said, let me stress the fact that the series isn't even half over yet. Right. So I specifically have no idea where we're going, where the end game will be. And I'm, of course, subject to sort of undo what I'm saying here. I guess what I'm saying, though, is I would just be disappointed. I think there's a lot more potential mm-hmm. for where they can go than the end game being, well, she's a superhero, so you just have to accept it. Right. No, I understand. And I think that suspension of disbelief comes with any type of superhero movie. Ultimately, they do. They have some type of um, superpower or something with the exception of, like, you know, a Batman. He doesn't have superpowers. Mm-hmm. He's just a badass motherfucker. Um. <laughs> I think it would be uh, just a bad move on their part 
for somebody like me who has no history inside the Marvel Universe mm -hmm. to not be able to enjoy this series to the fullest because I don't have the knowledge coming in that maybe you guys do. I, I think that at that point they're just mm -hmm. making or attacking a smaller market than they have to. If the use of superpower is what's bothering you, then you are probably going to be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, be coming from Marvel Studios, I don't know if this is the right, the right uh, program for you. I think that, at least in the first three episodes, it sort of started to build a foundation that had legs of its own. Mm -hmm. Where it didn't have to just fall back on, you have to accept it because she's a superhero, so she can do whatever she wants. No, I see what you're saying. I ultimately think that that's not what it's going to end up doing. Right. I think that yeah. she is somehow being manipulated. And there are moments, like with this episode, where she can see things are happening. And she's reacting the only way that she knows how to use her powers to protect the people who she loves. Right. Well, didn't they say something inside the FBI tent or whatever you know, service is heading the investigation. Excuse me, excuse me, sir. It's sword. Get it right. Yeah. <laughs> well, didn't they say something about how they're not sure? They're sort of tying together the two realities, the television show and and current day, if you will, mm -hmm. and that they're not sure if, if inside the bubble of this made-up town, Westview or whatever the fuck it's called, if Silent that is... Hill? What is it? Silent Hill. <laughs> yes, when, yeah. if if that is sort of a different, they're going to the past, if you will, back to the future, in that the television show is the past, right. which is why we're seeing the traditional television show, the I Love Lucy, Honeymooners, I Dream of Jeannie feel. You know what? That may have some uh, that may have some juice behind behind it. Now that I'm thinking about it, because Bob, correct me if I'm wrong. Even though I just said this theory about the "I love you" three thousand and the address and stuff like that at the beginning of this episode, weren't people like coming back? Yes. Yeah. That, right. I think it was like to me. I got the the impression that it was after Endgame because you know when. He snaps those those people come back, you know, and that's the impression that I that I got because so maybe these are the people who were gone, you know, after Thanos mm -hmm. did his shit, and then you know once whatever the, the the Hulk brings everybody back or Iron Man brings everybody back, right? You know, they're, they start re rematerializing, you know, where they left off three years prior. So so maybe she is stuck in some type of alternate reality and doesn't realize it. And while people are coming back, she's there, but then she's in the movie also. Like, she was fighting Thanos right before he snapped. So, so I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, are you saying that the working theory is that when Thanos creates all this destruction and kills all these people, mm -hmm. that they go back to this town of Westview? I'm thinking that where that's where she went. Her way of... Or, or someone else was manipulating her being there or made some type of, hey, if you want to live, come here, some other villain. And she didn't give a shit because Vision died in that movie and she was not happy about it, obviously. So, but wait, saying a villain, what if it's not a villain? What if they're protecting her by bringing her back? Maybe. What if, yeah, what if the choice was you can die in current day? 
or I can save you and bring you back to the safe little bubble of Westview, New Jersey. Mm, that's possible too. Yes, mm -hmm. I, but but I but that's the thing. I I don't I, I don't know. I don't know where in the timeline it is because even if that's true, at the last movie, she's already in that movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you don't know you don't know where it falls within the timeline by design because if they wanted you to know. They would have opened the series by saying it is the year 2016 right. and the world is well, by rope. Actually, I'm thinking about it, Lou. When um, when what's her name comes back? Uh, geez, why can't I remember her character name? Um, Rambo is her name, right? Or yes, yeah. okay. Right, yeah. Isn't that Geraldine? No, Ge right. Ge no, Ge but Ger it's Geraldine Rambo, isn't it? Right. Yes. Yes. So when she comes back in the hospital, when she like rematerializes and then she goes back to work, I, I can't remember if they mentioned how what the time frame of that was. They, they, they didn't they didn't mention the time frame of when she went back to work. But when she came right. back in the hospital, it had been three years since her mother passed away. Yes. Right, I understand. So, we, because I'm thinking in my head, in theory, right? We Endgame happens, right? And after Endgame, you know, right? Vision's dead or whatever, and then whatever entity grabs Scarlet Witch, throws her into TV land, and she's in TV land, you know. But, but you know, before that, when everyone snaps, snaps back, you know, Rambo came back, but she didn't go to the town till. You know, post Endgame. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, like I don't know the timeline. Okay, so wait a second. We're talking five years between the last time Geraldine was seen and when she reappears, because she's the 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 nurse says to her that was three years ago that your mother died, mm -hmm. and you had already been missing at that point for two years. So it's the mm -hmm. three years since her mother died, and then the two years that she was missing. So it's five years ago. Mm -hmm. Right. For five years. Now, I don't know how that plays into it. I have no understanding of the universe or the events that you guys are talking about. I do have a question, though. You said Thanos kills all these people. Do you actually see those people die? Or can he somehow be throwing them into an alternate universe? You see these people disappear. They, they literally, in front of your face, they're turning into ash and they're just... There, yeah. there. What you have? You have. What was the, there was a t uh, a TV series the, uh, that did the same thing, an HBO series, um, uh, and I can't remember what. People just one day disappeared for no apparent reason, and it was it was like that. Thanos got all the Infinity Stones, put them on his gauntlet. He snapped half the population, half the superheroes dead, and well, she she was one of those people. Right, but that's what I'm asking you. When you say that they were disappearing in front of your eyes, mm -hmm. were they literally burning up from the ground up, or could they have been in transition to a different universe? In theory, they transi they transitioned somewhere else. We don't know where. This could be where Wanda ended up, but mm -hmm. it also appears by the beginning of that fourth episode that... This happened after the last movie, which means she was already back. Mm -hmm. Unless people started materializing and came back over time. It just wasn't in one shot. I, I don't know. I'd have, I'm going to have to look up 
to see what the time frame is because I know that they announced it. I just hadn't seen the article. Okay, but let's let's call a spade a spade. They're doing a good job because we're sitting here pontificating about what could be yep. and when it could be and how it could be and what's yep. going to happen next and what's exactly. not going to happen. So yeah, I agree. We yeah, I agree 100%. And that that's what I love. I love shit like this. Yeah, even me who has no understanding or explanation of the Marvel Universe, I'm looking forward. I tried last night, actually. I had a little bit of time and I knew I was going to fall asleep on the couch. So I was like, Fuck it. let me see if, you know, if I put on something that's an hour, I won't make it. But right. if I put on something that's 25, 30 minutes, maybe I'll get through it. I didn't know if each episode dropped on Monday or Friday. So I was hoping it was Monday and I'd be able to watch episode five. What is it, five that we're on? Yeah. Four. Well, no, four. Yeah. Isn't it four? No, no we watched four. Yeah. Right, but this week's would be five. Yeah, but that comes on Friday. Yeah. Right, but I don't know if it came out Monday. Oh, Friday. I see what you're saying. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, we're interested. We're hooked. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in. I want to see what happens. Superheroes. Yeah, me too. All right, well, this would be a good time to remind everybody that this level of All Up In Your Geek is brought to you by The High Heel Gamer, the Oprah of the Nerd World. You can catch her on her website at thehighheelgamer.com or live on The Breakdown every Wednesday at 6 p.m. on Facebook. Boom. <laughs> I'm going to take that as Google speak for what is The Breakdown, you ask? Yes. <laughs> it's only a broad look at all things comic hero, and villain-related news, interviews of actors, writers, and artists of your favorite comic book paraphernalia. You can also catch me on the High Heeled Gamer stream. We're currently streaming The Vision 2 hitting the streets of New York City and Washington, D.C., trying to save the cities one bad guy at a time. Double boom. Wow, that was incredible. We have to re-record it. You didn't trip over your lines. <laughs> I didn't trip over them at all. I took my time. <laughs> you did. It's awesome. All right. So, name that game time, baby. Oh, it's time. It's time. It's name that game time. Time, 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 time. Gentlemen, are you ready? Oh, yeah. This game is a video game. Streets <laughs> <laughs> <Lights> of Rage. <laughs> right. All right. This game was released in 2004 for the PlayStation 2. The game features the likeness, voice acting, and motion capture work of martial of a martial arts superstar. Mm. Yes. This game features cinema a cinematic presentation designed to mimic an action film with no loading screens and sections of the game split into quote-unquote scenes. A DVD-like chapter selection menu allows players to go back to any past scenes once they've previously cleared it. It's played from a third-person perspective, and the majority of the game is a beat-em-up, with the player using the right analog stick to direct blows at enemies. The game also features a number of levels where the player uses firearms with unlimited ammunition. The game follows Kit Yun, an undercover Hong Kong police officer who is assigned as a bodyguard to Boss Chang, a friend of Kit's father. Totally not the plot line for Rush Hour. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Gentlemen, name that game. Hmm. All right, Lou. So um, I, I don't 
think Jackie Chan's game was for the PlayStation 2. It wasn't. It was for the PlayStation 1. Wasn't it also for Game Boy or some fucking stupid handheld mobile system? I think it was another game, but it was a similar concept. The one you're thinking of is Stuntmaster, and that was was a PS1 game. Um, Um, The only game... The only game that pops into my mind for PS2, and it's only because... We were working for GameStop at the time, and we drove, well, first of all, we flew down from New Jersey all the way down to Atlanta to pick the game up, only to drive it cross-country, or half-country, from Georgia back to New Jersey, and EB still beat us. Did <laughs> <laughs> to do that with Sanchez? No, I did not. I had to do that with... Revolver Ocelot. Wow. Yeah. Um... And that game was uh, True Crime Streets of L.A. That's the only game that pops to my... It, didn't Bob say something about a, a, a martial arts superhero? Mm-hmm. No, I said martial arts superstar. I cannot give you the name of, of the superstar because it's in the title of the game. Oh, well, then uh, that's not it, then. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm thinking, again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with Jackie Chan because I don't know any other martial arts superstars. Well, there was... What about Bruce Lee? No, I mean, he was no. The, Jet Li also had a video game. That's like, what? What but, about uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme? Is he considered? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the Street Fighter, the movie, the video game. We already did that, and it doesn't count. <laughs> and I think that was for PlayStation 2. That was for PlayStation 2, but I don't... I know it was Jet Li something or something Jet Li, and I can't remember what that something is. Uh, Nobody gives a shit. So, oh, wait, let's not have our choice here. There's Jackie Chan, which we are kind of agreeing is it was PlayStation 1, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's PlayStation 1, but I don't think it was PlayStation 2. Then Jet Li, True Crimes were, were knocking off the list. Yes. Were there any, uh, who is another martial arts superhero? Does Chuck Norris count? He counts, but uh, he was well he, before the video game. <laughs> I said superstar. Not I don't know where this superhero nonsense came from. <laughs> I, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's the Jet Li game. I just don't remember yeah. if it's like Jet Li the game or. <laughs> I don't care if Bobber gives us the credit or not. I think we're gonna go with Jet Li's video game. Yeah. Is that your final answer, yes. Jet Li? Are we in agreement, Lou? Yes, I'm. I'm going with Jet Li. He's going to tell us we're wrong because we don't know the name of the game, but we'll go with Jet Li. Bob, final answer. Well, this is where you're wrong <laughs> because I'm not going to give it to you because it's the, it's not the title. <laughs> it was so you're you're half right. I'll give you a half credit. It's Jet Li, Rise to Honor. Ah! Fuck yes. Yes. We're rising to honor because we got the gently pushing the game. So you put that in your fucking pipe and smoke it. Cockpit. Well, now you can rise to take a dump because it's still wrong. <laughs> That's funny. Well, we were close. We got it half we right. We got it. Close. We fucking nailed it like I nailed your mom. Easy. <laughs> you shouldn't talk about Bob's mom like that. 
both accounts incorrect. Uh, sorry, sir. I'm sure your mother is a very nice woman. <laughs> I apologize. Oh, man. All right. Well, that'll bring us to the end of this level of All Up In Your Geek. Remember to keep those emails coming to allupinyourgeek at gmail.com. Follow us on all forms of social media at All Up In Your Geek. And in closing, geek up. <laughs>